For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mike, I found phone service and I'm calling you from sunny Florida. Beautiful. You could say you found service in a sunny place. <laughs> That's right. I found sun in a sun. No, found service in a sunny, sunny place. place. That's right. That's right, man. No. Um, yeah. Rihanna. Yeah. That was a thing. That was a, that was news. That was notable. Wow. That was news. I didn't even intend for that to be news. Right? Um, yeah. Did you watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> I, I did. Uh, great game. Um, you know, people were really raving about the halftime show, um, which I was surprised about because I thought it was, mm-hmm. to be honest, a little lackluster. Yeah. Um, but it might just be that I don't really like Rihanna. So Sacrilege. Uh, that could that could just be, yeah, I know. I just don't, I don't know. Just I don't know. I don't think she can She can sing. So um, yeah, I don't like her. But um, so maybe that's my, my qualm with it. But mm-hmm. um, game, good game. Yeah, I watched neither, so here I am. Here you are. Here you are. Well, here I am down here in Florida. We're doing a, a couple shows with Rise Against and uh, uh, the Heart Support Festival. Nice, nice. Which should be a really good time, really great weekend. For sure. And uh, it's always nice to come down here in February and get a little break from the cold. feel that. I feel that. Hell yeah, man. So you ready to hop in this news? 
Yeah, let's hop. Let's hop. I know there's I know there's one piece of news you're really excited to tell people. Yeah. So normally <laughs> this would come during the singles, but we're gonna talk about it. Uh new sleeve token song, new record, Take Me Back to Eden, out May 19th. This new song might even be better than the summoning and aqua regia for me. I don't know. I spent a lot of money on pre-orders too. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. This band really just doesn't miss. No, it's a great song. Um, showing kind of the heavy side of Sleep Token again, which was mm-hmm. a little bit missing from the last record. Yep. Um, now we have like, you know, two really, really heavy moments on these singles. Five singles, I guess, have been released now. Yep. Um, but all the singles are really cool in their own way. Um, and the band sounds better than ever and they already sounded awesome. So yeah, this is, uh, this is exciting. Finally, they're getting the eyeballs uh, on them too. Yep. After Past 2 million monthly listeners today. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. It's really great to see. And this, yeah, you, you gotta love it. Um, so yeah, get, uh, get over, go over to sleep dash token.com and get those pre-orders in before uh, all yep. the vinyls are gone. One of the variants has already sold out. So get on it. There you I go. Bought, I bought all six cause you know, I got to keep my collection complete. That's right. Uh, other new news. Um, this is kind of a cool one. Just kind of hopping right off talking about records. Uh, the list for record store day has come out. Record store day 2023 is on the 22nd of April. It's a fun time. Show up early, get some cool records. I know I'm very excited because, uh, there's a death record, you know, old school death. Uh, it's Mm -hmm. a best of record. So that should be pretty cool. Cool. Uh, we got the war within by shadows fall that I'm excited for. Uh, live record from Undeath. We talk about them a lot here. We do. Uh, live acoustic album from the Wonder Years. And uh, nice Digital Ghost, Voyeurist by Under Oath. You know, the, um, yeah. the show one that they did, the recording, I forget. Yep, absolutely. I love no, how I can good. hear That's, seagulls in the background. It's by the really way. loud, that bird, I know. <laughs> that bird it's is great. insanely loud. I could see the fucker uh, just staring at me and... And chirping. I don't know what he's chirping about. It's one bird. It's one It's one bird. It just adds to the ambiance. It's great. I love it. Yes, right? Uh, but yeah, Record Store Day is absolutely awesome. I know you guys had a release later in the year last year. There's normally a couple Record Store Days. Um, so yeah, should be super fun. Nice. Uh, and then you want to talk about some tours? Let's go. Tour mode. Cool. Uh This is a really rare one, and I'm going to try to be making it to Chicago or New York in the end of June, because for the first time in like 15 years, Emperor is coming to play shows. Oh, wow. And that's just insane, because I don't know if it's very similar to Merciful Fate. They just don't play here, so um, should be super cool. Yeah, that's old school black metal. I mean, some of the pioneers, really. One of the first black metal bands I ever heard about. For sure. Um, we've got a co-headliner, about 1,000 people rooms between Chelsea Grin and Carnifex with Of Sulfur and Left to Suffer opening up. Mm, nice. That's, that's uh, a good super one. Super sick deathcore tour. My praise for Carnifex will never end. I think that band's incredible. They are. Uh, we got a huge, huge amphitheater tour. Like I'm talking Pine Knob, like... 15,000 people arenas for Ghost headlining with a Monomarth coming out, which is just crazy to me. Wow. It's crazy how big that band is. I know. I know. But, you know, people want to see the spectacle. So I get it. 
For sure. And then like, I don't know, I always put it into perspective, right? Because I'm trying to think about it and I'm like, well, Metallica is playing Ford Field at this point. Sure. So like, is it really that crazy that like a band that like Ghost is playing by Knob? Eh, I don't think so. No, it's not that crazy. It's kind of shock factor at first. Um, kind of a B market tour. This is just an awesome lineup. Uh, Bad Omens headlining with Era and Invent Animate opening up. Saw that, yeah. On a few dates here in the summer, kind of between festivals. I think it's super awesome. Yeah, great, great lineup. Yep. Uh, and then the band who would never uh, come back is, of course, back. Uh, Yellow Card, 20 Years of Ocean Avenue Tour with Mayday Parade, Story of the Year, Amberlin, and This Wild Life on select dates. Yep. Um, kind of bigger venues than I thought that would be too, but you know, we're here for it. Yeah. People are really freaking out about the yellow card return. And I mean, obviously a pivotal band from the genre, so it's good to see them back. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I've, you know, Ryan's been doing solo stuff and he's been doing stuff with Newfound Glory and the guy can still sing. Yep. For sure. Um, you know, the band is still awesome and they've always been good live. So definitely, uh, definitely worth checking out. Hell Yeah. Um, but that's all the tours that we have official announcements from. Um, I'm also hearing that there's a botch reunion tour that's actually, going to be announced. I just saw the the ad mat actually for that. Oh, did it you? just just came through the pipeline, I want to say like a half an hour ago. Okay, so cool. yes, botch. Another one when you said, Oh, the, they said they'd never, you know, reform. I know, right? Um botch was another one and, and obviously that's huge news if you're you know, into nineties metalcore, uh, yeah. botch are the, are the, the, the goats. Um, and, the uh, beginning of mass core really. Yeah, really. They really were. I mean, without them, you don't have Dillinger escape plan. So, yep. um, yeah, it's, it's huge news and, uh, yeah, that's, that's very exciting for sure. Uh, but that's all I've got. You want to talk about some albums from last week? Yes, let's go. All right. Big, so big, big week. So I had already heard this. We're going to start with the number one that I kind of formulated and put down this distant record. You said the singles felt a little same, same. Do you still feel the same way after hearing the album? Not really. Um, The record kind of solidified for me. I don't know what it was, but Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it's interesting because the record doesn't have like a huge like break in it. Really. It's pretty heavy, like the whole way through, but I do like that. There's a lot of tempo shifts. Um, you know, like there's like, there's fast songs, there's slow songs, there's, you know, they keep it, they keep it interesting. They switch it up and, and listening through this record, I didn't get bored. I really didn't. It it kept my interest the whole time. So yeah. So I thought it was an absolutely great record. Um, and, and, and just, just another amazing deathcore record. It's crazy how many great records we've had in, in like the last, you know, let's say 18 months. For sure. It's been absolutely wild. And I'm going to be honest, I missed a couple of words there, but you know, I think this record really, once you put the singles kind of in order and you listen to it as intended uh, with the whole record and everything, it's very diverse for deathcore and it sounds awesome. Totally. Totally. That is basically what I said, Mike. So we're on board. Cool. Um, what do you want to get Perfect. into next? Uh, I'm just going to keep going down the list. Rebecca Black, let her burn. What did you think of this record? Great record. It could be the pop record of the year. Um, I think so too. <laughs> you know, a lot of people thought we were fucking with them. I, uh, know. Like I got an email. I got an email with some guy was like, we, I thought you were kidding, but the record's really good. I'm like, yeah, man, I know it is really good. I got a couple people telling me this too. It's crazy. Yeah. It's yep. Rebecca Black, super talented. This record's awesome. 
End of story. Awesome. Um, let's get into the, I guess, a little bit more of the divisive stuff. What did we think of This Is Why by Paramore? So I, le- I really like the record. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that's maybe a bit of a hot take. I've heard a lot of like quite hateful things said about this record. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's super personal. Yeah. Um, I love the quirkiness of it. I love that it's a little like out there at times. Um, I think the guitar playing is really, really, really great. And the production is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the lyrics like so much. Like really, I listened to this this record and all the way through and really, really enjoyed it. Um, maybe I didn't enjoy it. Like maybe I needed to kind of remember that it wasn't going to be Riot or yeah. all, all We Know Is Falling. Like the band is not the same band. Mm-hmm. Um, and Haley Williams isn't a teenager anymore. But I think this record is solid. I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I kind of I can't, I listened to it once and I'm pretty excited to listen to it again, honestly. I think I, I don't really understand the hate for it. Yeah, I don't understand the blatant hate for it either. There are a lot of people being extremely negative about this. I think there's some good songs on the record, but where it falls short for me is it also doesn't really feel like a record. It feels more like a collection of singles that were just kind of tossed together mm. and maybe recorded over the last couple of years, right? Um, yeah, I, I could see that qualm, but at the same time, I still feel like it's all in sort of the a similar genre that doesn't, it doesn't oh, bother me. Oh, for sure. And... But, uh, yeah. thematically, right? It doesn't feel like there's a right. singular direction that this record's trying to go or a story it's trying to tell. Yeah. Um, but overall, I like the sound direction from the band. I think just with a little bit more refinement and maybe some song selection, it could be good or a cool, fresh start for them. Totally, man. Um, do you listen to this Flub EP? I know you love an EP. Uh, which, which EP? The Flub EP. Oh, you know what? I didn't listen to it. <sighs> I, uh, I know, I know I, for, I, this is one I missed. And I, you know what? And I was going through and I was like, I know there was a top seven. What am I forgetting th- this week? And I totally just slipped my mind to listen to that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, there it is. Um, I thought it was great. Absolutely. Everything I want from the band. It's perfect. Progressive death metal. Nice. Uh, and speaking of death metal in flames, I was pleasantly surprised by this record. Yeah, I really like the singles, and I'm glad you came around on the record. Um, the only thing that was really weird to me was just that the intro mm-hmm. didn't go into the first song. Like, did you notice that? It was really bizarre. Yeah. Like, I don't know why it was mm-hmm. it was planned that way. Like, Yeah, that was the only thing that really got me to. Yeah, but the rest of the record's awesome. So, I don't know. For sure. I think it's good. I think it's it's not peak in flames but it's still very good. It's a step in the right direction from where the band's been the last couple albums. So I'm excited. hundred percent. I totally agree. Uh, next up, another controversial one. Jaws of Life by Pierce the Veil. Where do we sit on this? Where do you sit on this at least? So it's very, it's just very different for the band. Yep. I think, I think that that's the p- biggest problem that people are having right off the bat is that this isn't your kind of sh- thrashy, fast, um, you know, visceral Pierce the Veil record. This is slower. It's down tempo. It has the energy's gone. Lo- a, the energy is is bit different. I'll say the energy is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think once once you can can accept that, I don't think the record is bad. It's just honestly, it's just difficult for me to accept. Um, I loved Misadventure so much. Yeah, and um, and I found myself just like going through this upon first listen being like, okay, is there going to be like a faster song, you know, more of like a punk 
punk song or whatever. Yep. I feel that. I think it was hard to accept for people just, Mm -hmm. you know, that the band is changing so much, but like, you got to remember it's been how many years, seven years since the last album. Yeah. Six or seven. So, you know, you got to think like, okay, this, you know, they could have put out a couple albums in that span and this could have been kind of the natural direction that they would have gone. And I can hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I did think there was a lot of bright spots in the record. I thought the first track was really good. Um, I thought the second last song, I think it was called so far, so fake. Yep. Um, was a really strong song. And, um, I, I thought the lyrics were, were pretty good too throughout the record. So like, I don't think this record is, is, is bad. I, I don't think it's the best Pierce the Veil record. Um, but, and I think it's for some people, it's a real hurdle to jump over to kind of mm-hmm. hear this other side of the, of the sound of the band. But, um, but all in all, no, I don't think the record is uh is a, is a bad record by any means, but I totally understand how divis- divisive it's going to be. Yeah. Um, so I really like Damn the Man, Save the Empire, So Far So Fake, and Death of an Executioner. Yeah. But as a whole, the record kind of just, it has very little momentum. So you have to actually like try and stick around for the whole record, I felt. Um, one of the main notes that I kind of wrote down while I was listening to this album for the first or second time was, uh, I feel like somebody told Pierce the Veil, the big thing right now is lo-fi and grunge in metalcore. Uh, and they wrote an album without actually listening to any of it. <laughs> like they didn't listen to Bad Omens. They didn't listen to anything else going on and kind of made that sound their own. Um, which I really enjoy because it's fresh and it doesn't sound like every other band that's blowing up on TikTok right now. But yeah, I will give them that. It is, it is a pretty unique, pretty creative sound for what's going on right now when Pierce the <laughs> Veil does it. I, yep. do, I do agree with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but at the end of the day, it's really missing what dragged me to Pierce the Veil to begin with, right? Like, I love yeah. the fast riffs and the punk aspects of it. And I don't know, it just felt very mature and way less quirky than I'm used to with the band. Yep, I can I could totally see that. But maybe it'll grow on us. It was maybe, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe by, by the time the next one record comes out, we'll be like, oh yeah, that last record was actually awesome. Yeah. It, it's that kind of a record that could, that could grow on, on you mm-hmm. um, for sure. And I do, I do honestly think the record is better than the singles kind of were leading me to believe. Um, I, th- I, you know, I think the singles are, were maybe, maybe three of the, like, I don't want to say the worst songs, but like mm-hmm. maybe three of my least favorite. Yeah, for sure. So the rest of the record I, I, I thought was better than the singles. I agree. Uh, and then the last record we talked about last week, You Me at Six with Truth Decay. Um, I still don't understand this band and I don't vibe with it. Uh, did you like the record? <laughs> don't get it. Yeah, I like the record. <laughs> okay. Yes, I like the record. Yes, I like the band. This is cool. like a real head scratcher for me that that you somehow can't latch onto this because yeah, I think the band is solid. Always have been and uh, still are. And this record, people should check it out. Yeah, I don't know. Just one of those weird ones that can't get into. Yeah. Um, happens. And then the last thing I really want to talk about from last week, uh, we had an awesome new single from our good friends at open your ears, specifically yes, their band guardrail. Yes, we did. Did you listen to this song? Of course. Uh, many times, in fact, um, yeah. down at the bottom, this is really, really great, fun pop punk if you, you know, if you're looking for a new band, mm-hmm. um, 
in that genre, this is this is the one. And obviously, they've been a band for quite a while now. And they've you know they got lots of material out to check out. But yeah, start with down at the bottom and work your way backwards because yeah, this is one of the most fun and like you know what do they call themselves? Diet punk. Diet punk. Diet punks. It's you know they don't take themselves too seriously, and uh, and I really like that that about it. For sure, I think it's an awesome song. It's just a vibe overall. Absolutely. Um. And one last thing, I found this cool band called Hubris. It's lowercase H-U-B-R-I-S, period. They're like a really sweet post-rock band. Their new record, The One Above, it's four songs, but it's like 50 minutes long. It's a vibe. Oh, wow. Very, very much a bath time record. Cool. Absolutely love it. Hubris. I'll have to check that one out. Um, you ready to get into this week, though? Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's hit hit that that new music, Mike. All right, so I got five this week. And coming in at number five, we've got the new record Dance Devil Dance by Avatar. We had a couple singles off this. This is a band that we talked about a few weeks ago and you had said you had never heard of. Yep. I assume you've heard the singles now. Yep. What are your thoughts? Uh, This band is fun. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's different. It's fun. I really like their bio on Spotify. They just say like, hey, last, like last time we checked metal music was like, you know, it had drums and bass for a reason. Like it's music to dance for dance to. Yep. So what are you doing sitting down? Mm-hmm. So I feel like this band live is probably a lot of fun. Um, they are, you know, it's probably almost, almost like the records and the singles are kind of like a vehicle just to get to their live show. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a band I really would want to see live. Um, but I, I do think that this is fun and different and quirky and, and in its own kind of world. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. Yeah, I think they really fit in their motif so far with these singles, and I think the record is going to as well. Uh, they are the self-proclaimed metal circus. Right. And they are exactly that live as well. I've seen them a few times. They're phenomenal performers, very similar to bands like Ghost, Sleep Token, um, with the Ice Nine Kills, right? It's very theatrical, and mm-hmm. like you said, the music's a vehicle. Um, it's a good time. Nice. Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie too, like right in there. Yep. Yep. Totally. Totally. Um, yeah, it should be a fun record. Avatar. That's Avatar at number five. Number four. Number four. This record really, really surprised me because I saw, I've seen this band name around and I finally checked out the music because it's indie rock and it's, I'm not going to lie. It's a bit of a slower week. So I was kind of just picking through and seeing what was going to be interesting but I've always thought this band was indie rock and this is not the case. Uh, we're talking about the new record, All Fiction by Pyle. Um, this is noise rock at its purest form. The drummer is shit hot. Mm-hmm. All these songs sound fresh and are a blast. It's like a more vibey 68. I think I've found one of my new favorite, like just kind of jam bands almost. Totally. It is a hard band to describe. Um, they've been at it a long time too. They've, they've been a band for f- 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they, they really have this kind of like garage like I'd say they're like kind of like a garage rock band, but then they have these elements that make them very kind of interesting, like almost like yeah. emo folk at times. Mm-hmm. And then some stuff's really like um, just really, really ambient. Yeah. And it's really, it really is a band that like, I think you can't just hear one song and go, Oh, this is what the band sounds like mm-hmm. because the singles are kind of all over the place and not to mention their back back catalog is different too. So there's a lot to digest, but, but the band is really solid. And, um, 
I don't know, maybe this is going to be the, the release that kind of brings them, brings them back, you know, into mainstream eyes. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. I think these songs are all awesome. I like the title of the record, like all fiction, the art is cool. It's very abstract. I think it's super fun. Love it. Uh, Pile. Number four. Number three, probably one of my favorite album titles so far this year. Uh, A Mind Waiting to Die by London's own graphic nature. Mm -hmm. This is a new up and coming metalcore band, very similar to bands like Pincer Plus, uh, Heaven's Gate, Alpha Wolf. And I think this band absolutely rips. Yeah, I love this style of music. Um, Yeah, Pincer Plus is a great great comparison and as you know that was on ep of my ep of the year list for me mm-hmm. last year and this this record definitely could be as well um it just has that really really in your face um hardcore metalcore um sound to it it's just pissed super low tuned pissed off yeah um definitely like this is you know when i say hospital hospital music this is it right here mm-hmm. like you just cannot listen to this without just imagining being at a show, watching the craziest, uh, you know, flailing pit of death um, ever. So yeah, this uh, this band is not fucking around, and I really really like it. Yeah, one thing that I think really kind of separates them out from the rest, uh, it's almost in a way similar to Darko, where they've just got a very unique comprehension of sound design uh, and. There's like a lot of electronic and industrial influence in this as well, but it's not cookie cutter. Like, oh, we took our Casio keyboard and went to preset 87 or whatever. And that's what we're putting on all the tracks on the album, right? Yeah. It feels very curtailed to the sound and the lyricism and the mood that they're trying to inspire. I think very cool and uniquely done. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, exactly. Like they have some of that electronic elements, like, you know, intros and like little interludes and stuff. But then when it's like, when they're on, they're on, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, uh, it's not getting in the way of, of the expression. No, this, this, yeah, it's really adding to it. This is, this is super good. Graphic nature at number three. Yeah. Um, number two, maybe surprising for some people, but, uh, the new record quest for fire by Skrillex. I absolutely love Skrillex, Sony Moore, for those who aren't aware. Um, and like, I don't think he's pro- like a great lyricist or great at composition or like writing songs, but like he's just this incredible pioneer of fresh tone and sound that like whenever I listen to a new Skrillex song, I'm hearing something that I've never heard before. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of magical. And I don't know how to describe it's anything that he does other than that. It's so, I know it's so, it's so cool. Is like listening to these singles. Mm-hmm. They're all pretty different. Yeah. I mean, like they really are. They're really like all over the place. Like they have, there's that one song that's like in like an Indian language. Zena. Uh, I'm not, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure which one like that, that song is crazy. And then they have, um, rumble, which is just a banger. Very, very interesting. It is a banger, but it's almost like weird. It's almost like industrial. Yeah. Like some of the the rhythms and stuff are very like, it's not that like pl- pleasing auditorially. It's, it's, Unless you it's have weird. A, if you have a subwoofer, it sounds and, amazing. Let me tell right, you. <laughs> right. It's, it's like, in, it's intense, but then, then you have a couple that are more kind of his classic sound. But mm-hmm. what's interesting is like, you can still tell that it's him. 
Yep. Every you know every song you can you can tell. I don't know what he does that that puts his little signature on everything, but it's great. And I think the I think the lyrics are awesome. I think um, you know all, whoever is, is writing or performing or if these are collaborations or whatever. Yeah, I don't think it matters. Like they're all awesome. So they're all like super super cool. And um, yeah, this guy's just all the time just never misses. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really, really impressive. And I'm proud that he's came from, you know, he's cut from our cloth, right? You know, he came came from yep. the same scene as as, uh, as we did, Mike. So I think that's pretty, pretty awesome as well. So this is exciting. And, you know, a guy that doesn't, you know, put out a ton of stuff also, by the way. Yeah, for sure. It's been a long time since we've gotten a record from him. We're getting two this year. Uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and just, just to kind of hedge expectations, this is not dubstep in any way. There may be hints of it, but Skrillex has really evolved from that, and it's a lot more avant-garde electronic music than Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites, right? I still like it, whatever it is. Oh, I do too. I'm just hedging expectations. For sure. At Skrillex at number two. All right, we are going to get into our number one album of the week after these messages from our sponsor open your ears records when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. OYEREX.com. New guardrail. Check it out. Yeah, my ears are very open to everything coming from Open Your Ears Records. Very open. They got good stuff. They do. Good stuff. Yeah. Speaking of good stuff, mm. you ready for that number one? I'm so ready. All right. This is going to be my favorite record of the year until May 19th, and it's not even close. <laughs> Sorry okay. to say. Uh, Sex and Sex by Shrezzers. It's band rips. They're goaded. Sexy guitar-driven post-hardcore. Saxophone. I do not know what more you want. They're really good. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know why they don't get talked about more. I know they do in their circles, mm-hmm. right? I know this is a very loved project and people love this band. And, you know, no one never heard. It's it's almost like we've talked about this before with other artists. It's like, it's almost like so good. There's nothing to say about it. Yep. It's just like, this is really, really good and like pro- provocative and cool. And like all the imagery is awesome. And it's like, yeah, this is really good. Okay. We're just going to listen to it. And then we're not, we don't like, we, we there's nothing to fight about. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing to argue about. Like next week we're going to listen to the record. We'll be like, yep, this was insanely good. Yep. I don't know what to say. Yeah. That's pretty much where I stand on it too. Um, I don't know. I just love this band. I've been talking about them for years. Um, I think they are very TikTokable, right? Um, yeah, they are. I think that they've just got one of those unique, very accessible sounds, but uh, people very deep in the scene can love it and very, people outside of the scene can love it. So, yeah. I don't know. They're just no. fun. Yeah, I hope that, um, yeah, I hope that this, again, like we get we get more light shine, shine on this band. Like we've got, I think they're only at like a hundred thousand month listeners on Spotify. Like they should be way higher than this. Yeah. 97. You know, that was, um, yeah, it, it should be, should be way bigger. And I don't really know why it is, why it isn't. So mm-hmm. listen to the new Shrezzers. Okay. Hell I know yeah. it's a bit of a weird name. 
I know that they ripped off the Brazzers logo for a while and that was like maybe a little weird, but also funny. But it happened. Um, yeah, like just just enjoy it. Okay. Just enjoy this band. For sure. Uh, you ready to get into some honorable mentions? Let's go. All right. So two weird ones. Uh, Void of Vision. We've got kind of a compilation album. They're taking all of those EPs and mashing them together in the way that they're supposed to be heard for an album. So okay. different way to listen to the songs. We'll see how it goes. But Okay. So they're switching the order of the tracks around? Yeah. And making it like an album. Okay. Are they keeping everything? Are they cutting? Are they cutting anything? It's... No. Same songs. Okay. Nothing new. Okay. It's vibe. Uh, same with, we talked the other week about uh, a band called After Dusk and how they had a similar thing yeah. with like two or three yep. EPs. Uh, they're adding one song and putting out an album. So... Check that out. Yep. Cool band. I get it. I mean, I mean, that's the thing too, is like now with, with the way vinyl is, you know, yep. it makes a lot of sense to, to package up some stuff and do a cool release mm-hmm. and then, you know, be able to give, give that to your fans to listen to on vinyl yep. and uh, also make some money because vinyl records are very profitable. For sure. Uh, there's a new Carousel Kings record. Make sure you check that out. It should okay. be pretty cool. Um, there's a new record from Pink. Pink. Yeah. Yeah. I like Pink. She can sing. She can. Um, I just haven't listened to any of it and I haven't had time to check any of the singles out, but I'm sure it'll be good. Um, the new record from DeBerg. This is uh, James DeBerg from Thousand Below. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've gotten one single from this, so I didn't really feel like I could talk about it very confidently. Um, but it's a good single. His last solo record's great. So make sure you check this out, especially if you're a fan of Thousand Below. Mm-hmm. You should be. If you're not, you're doing it wrong. I know. And we're getting that Code Orange album. Surprise one tomorrow. Except it's weird. Sick. It's accompanying a like animated film. Very similar to that Knocked Loose EP we got a while ago, I think. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be more soundtracky and ambient than uh like their last record, but I think it's going to be in a similar vein because it is called like What's Underneath or something like that. Cool. I'm I'm very interested in this. Like I said a couple of weeks ago, you know, yeah, me too. Code Orange is they're one of the hardest working bands in showbiz, and uh, I'm always very interested in what they're going to do next. Same here. Uh, now let's get into some singles. We've got a new single from Barry Tomorrow. Super awesome band. Yeah, uh, they're coming to the states here pretty soon, I believe. So make sure you check that out. Yeah. Uh, new song from Sleep Sculptor. We talked about Botch and Mathcore earlier on in the episode. These are another. Uh, this is another great mathcore band. Super fun, super heavy. Love it. Getting the second song in the Full of Hell and Primitive Man collab EP album thing. Uh, very okay. excited to hear this because I liked the first one. The kind of dichotomy between a grindcore band and a doom metal band is very, very cool to me. Yeah, I dig that. Uh, new song from Jesus Peace should be a lot of fun. We've got a bunch of cool hardcore bands releasing music right now. And I just absolutely love it. Yeah. Jesus piece are awesome, man. Just you talk about heavy. Yep. Man. That's a, yeah, that's a pit. I'm not standing anywhere near. I know. Right. Uh, And speaking of, we've also got a new song from Gideon this week. Should be a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, We've got a new song from earth caller. This is uh, for those familiar within the, deathcore scene this is mystique's band she's the keyboardist that adds like a lot of the symphonics and stuff like that for a lot of bands 
uh, and it's featuring Jack from Void of Vision as well. So pretty cool combo there. Cool. Uh, new song from Frozen Soul featuring John Gallagher from Dying Fetus. Should be a blast. Very excited. This band, I think, is also going to be announcing their sophomore record. They're a really cool upcoming death metal, thrash metal band. Uh, so it should be fun. We got three album announcements that I'm very excited to talk about. Uh, aside from Sleep Token. You there? Yeah. Okay, cool. You were quiet for a second, so I thought... I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat, dude. I can't wait to hear him. Okay. Uh, Cattle Decapitation. Nice. New record, Terracite, 5th of May. Very excited for this. Let's go. New single's awesome. It's called We Eat Our Young. Perfect. <laughs> or something like that. I don't remember the exact title, but it's Cattle Decap. It's perfect. Uh, the Acacia Strain, 12th of May, Step Into the Light. About 22-minute album. Kind of disappointing at the length, but you know the Acacia Strain never misses. No, I'm I'm fine with it. Yep. Hey, give me those short, power, powerful songs. I'm into it. Exactly. Uh, and then th- deciding to go toe to toe with Sleep Token on the 19th of May. We've got the new record Toxic Positivity by The Used. Oh shit! Okay, we'll see how that goes. Well, the last Used record was like one of their best albums in a very long time. So, you know, I, I could see this record being really good. I've not heard any singles from it. Yeah, the single comes out today. So, first one. Okay. Well, we'll check it out. We'll be talking about that one. Uh, I don't think The Used is going to get a number one. Um, nope. Normally, Sorry. they probably would, but not not on May 19th. I don't know. I'm not a huge Used fan. Like, I, I respect the grind. I respect what they've done. But, like, not my go-to listen, right? Mm, well, yeah, they got is. some bangers. Yeah, I know. Uh, we got a new song from Acres uh, featuring Garrett Russell from Silent Planet. It's a banger. It's probably the heaviest song the band's ever done. Uh, they're normally kind of more in that alternative metalcore space, but this one's pretty good. Okay. Uh, we also got a heavy new song from the Amity Affliction. Nice. Yes, that's that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, new song from Chelsea Grin. Just spoke about that co-headliner earlier. Should be super great. Uh, new single from Hope Dies Last should be cool as well. I think they're gearing up for an album, but I don't remember. Uh, new song from Caskets. Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. talented band. Uh, same with Young Medicine. Just super awesome, like synthwave metalcore band. I don't know how to describe it aside from that. Um, new song from Story of the Year. Oh, yeah. Their record's coming up here in March. Should be fun to talk about. Absolutely. Got a new song from Neck Deep. Yeah. It's neck deep i like that i like neck deep uh new song from shane's favorite band hundred gex (laughs) they're weird man (laughs) it's growing on you though you know it is it's it's something on me i don't i don't know i I gotta go back and listen to that ep again that was the weirdest shit ever I can't wait for this record to come out and I'm going to make you listen to it and you're going to be a Zoomer with me and love 100 Gex. All right. Zoom zoom around with me, Mike. Yep. Uh, and then last single of the week, new Periphery single. Should be a great time. Very excited for this record. I'm actually really enjoying these singles a lot more than I expected. So. Yep. No, I know. You said before that you kind of never got into the band mm-hmm. and you've arrived. Yeah. It's weird. You're going through your periphery stage of life now. Yeah, I guess. I always thought that uh, their songs had a lot of filler, and I haven't felt that way about these singles, so I'm very excited about that. Okay. 
Great. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff there. Yeah. Should be a good week. You doing anything fun this weekend? Well, yeah, I'm doing shows with shows. Rise Against. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And uh, and and uh, the Heart Support Festival, which is going to be really awesome. You know, Rise Against are some of our our oldest friends. The first mm-hmm. real band ever to take us on tour back in 2003. So, um, damn, 20 years we met them. That's crazy. That is crazy to think about. It's almost to the month. Yeah, no, it'll be like later, a little bit later this year. I think it was March. Maybe we did. The shows are, or May, I mean, we did May of 2003, we did shows with Res Against. And so it's crazy. It's been 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've known those guys and still friends and they're still th- some of the nicest guys and great band. Wild. Great band. Still putting out good banging records. Last Res Against record was very good too. Yeah. I know you liked it a lot. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. It should be good. And uh, yeah. And then our tour with um, our headline tour, B Markets, mm-hmm. um, is is selling really 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 well um so make sure that you jump on that too at silversteinmusic.com if you want to see silverstein play uh it's a good one it's a good lineup songs live yeah yeah uh day seekers opening that right that's right day seeker see you space cowboy and one step closer so it's a really nice lineup solid lineup yeah really into it all great bands good stuff yeah well that'll do it for me. what about you mike any any plans uh we car show Oh yeah. Last one of the tour as is tradition. Uh, they always end their headliners here in Detroit. Um, smart. Get to go right home and sleep in your bed. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but I'm really excited. Easily one of my favorite bands. Uh, plus era and brand of sacrifice should be a blast. Where's the show? St. Andrews. Mm, nice. Yeah. Nice. Very Love St. Andrews. Classic. Sold out near instantly. So very cool. It's great. Good for them. Well, Thanks, everybody. That's our list. Once again, thank you, Mike, for putting it together. And of course, you can check out all of the things we talked about and more over at Mike's Instagram at Slappy Slam. Hell yeah. And to make sure you subscribe and tune in next week. And don't forget to go over to OYEREX.com. Listen to some of the awesome music that they're putting out over there at Open Your Ears Records. Hell yeah. Hells yeah.